0: Hello everyone, it is me, Quinton, aka Lightfeather, and I am back here on Anchor to tell you some things about my childhood. If you hear a little bit of echo, it's because I'm in the community kitchen of my dormitory or studio apartment, as you will. So, the reason is because today I made a video about this thing that happened to me when I was a child. The video is live, in case you want to watch it, on youtube.com slash lightfeather, link is in the bio thing. But it was basically about this one time that I caused a bug infestation with my friend, because we had this terrarium, and let's just say it didn't go fully according to plan, (laughs) to say the least. And then someone commented on my video, Quinton, you've done so many dumb and weird things when you were a kid. I'm surprised that you haven't run out of stories yet. Which is funny because I, I just recently started watching Stranger Things and I read some stuff about it and it said that the brothers who directed the Stranger Things and, and wrote Stranger Things got a lot of the inspiration from their childhood as well. And what they said was: your childhood is a gold mine for good stories. Dig deep and get some subjects from there, make it into a story. I thought. That is exactly true, that is what I do for my videos, that is what I, whenever I need to think of something fun, I think of something that has happened to me most of the time when I was young, and then I realized something. Probably everyone, like I I assume everyone, everyone, everyone will have stories like this. Very interesting stories that they just forget or don't think of when they're asked, because at some point they'll pop up, and when a story pops up in my head, I write it down so I can use it later on. So, I was thinking, because you might be wondering right now, I don't have any interesting stories of weird things that I did as a kid, or maybe you you think you only have one or two stories, but I think you have many, many stories, just like me, just like the directors, just like anyone. What if you write down the weird stories or things The moment it comes up into your head or it comes up in a conversation with your family, write it down, like, see after a while how many weird stories you have. I think that would be very fun. But I want to recap some crazy things that I did when I was young, because people love the stories, which is good for my self-esteem first off. But it's also... I I like to tell them, let's be honest. So today I told the, the YouTube viewers about how I got this infestation of insects and when my girlfriend saw the title she was like Oh my god, was this about the time that you had stick insects everywhere? And I was like no, because that is a completely different story Because I caused, and that I, that's like what I said, you forget something That is when I realized I have a completely other story about causing a second infestation of insects somewhere else in school and it's a video I'm gonna be making later on so I'm not gonna to go too much into it here yet but that is exactly true so that was yet another story so and the thing is you don't realize it so you keep thinking and then you realize I've made stories, like videos on stories a long time ago, also about school. The same school. Because what I also did there, for example, is... Because my school was kind of poor. Like, I'm, I'm not sure if they were poor or just awful at budgeting. The thing is, we didn't have any playground, like, things to climb on or anything. But we also didn't have any toys. Because all the toys that were there were old and didn't work. You, you, know what's, you know stilts? The things where you stand on and you're a little taller. It's like those stick things with those footrests. They were missing the footrests. You know what a stilt is without a footrest? A stick. It's not a useful thing to have. So what do you do when you have nothing except for broken toys? Most people, nothing. But what I did is I took them and I built stuff with them. As in, I built a fully functioning swing set from a tree. Like, we had trees, though. We had trees. That was the only thing. Not climbable ones, but we, we had trees. I created a fully functioning swing set and everyone was so hyped, everyone in the entire playground, would during recess only stand in line to be able to use the swing set that's how special that was to everyone because we didn't have any like that everyone, except for these two kids I remember fully would stand in line the whole recess was just people standing in line for weeks every single day and I was there curating the whole thing I was there standing, uh, saying stuff like you can swing twice and then s- the next person's turn. I was curating the whole thing with my friends, at some point the whole thing died out of it. People didn't really care for it that much, It was, you know, it's, it's just the swing. Because you know, it, was, it became routine, it became normal. The teachers loved it by the way in the beginning because, I mean, how easy is it to, to, to look after kids who are just standing in line during recess? And I mean, whenever there was, like, people fighting in there, I felt like a leader person and just made them stop. Because I had, like, the, 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 the group of friends that, was, that consisted of the, the brainiacs, the, the, the math people, the strong people. So I had, like, this whole thing that I curated where I was like, okay, strong person, break them up. And he'd be like, all right. And then, okay, b- b- brain person, do th- you know, it, it was way too like it was way too divided in roles for, for the Asia we were to be honest but people started to get bored of the swing so what I did later on with broken stills and ropes and, 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 and play rings or whatever they were I went up to another tree and I built this fully functioning system that could be used to lift students up the tree because you couldn't climb the trees because there were no like branches near the bottom at all but this system, a bunch of students could lift another student up in the tree. And people once again loved it. Teachers were less happy with this one because it was kind of dangerous. Um, I would be lying if I said that it didn't go wrong one time and this girl fell down on the, on, on like the rocks. Um, she was fine, don't worry, don't worry. But later on it became... Less safe. The reason it became less safe was because the whole thing was powered by the strength of the other students, and with all of the other students that were participating, it was always plenty enough. Now, um, at some point, the and I'm putting this between quotation points, and you would see me mimic them with my hands if this had actual visuals. Cool kids. The cool kids, the jocks, the ones that are arguably the strongest of the people because they solely rely on their physical strength, and most of the time aren't very intelligent. It sounds like I'm still salty about the people that that, that I had in elementary school. It was really like... I, I don't like people that are like rudely unintelligent. If someone is objectively less intelligent, I mean, I'm not gonna be stupid about that, obviously. Some people are just more intelligent than others, some people are less intelligent than others, just as physical strength. But people who are, let's just say, unintelligent to a certain extent that they become incredibly rude and incredibly, you know, quote-unquote, the cool kids, that are just being mean to everyone, I don't like that. Regardless, they at some point figured out, if they let go, the people couldn't hold the people in the tree anymore, and they'd fall down. But because they were popular and so cool, people were just doing as they said. Except for me, of course. Ooh, my burrito is done. Regardless, they would drop people out of the tree. And me and one of my friends, because even some of my other friends were following them, I was never one to follow anyone. I was more of a person who wanted people to follow me, to be completely honest with you. But that's just the way I was. I would keep the people from falling onto the stones. Somehow, what, even though people knew that they were gonna do that, everyone still wanted to use the thing. It was just the thrill, you know, of, of like half falling down, but these couple of other people, me and my friend, keeping them like from actually hurting themselves. Now, at some point, this became routine and it's not a thing that we thought of at the moment. And we needed a little, like, we needed a little extra rope. Because, by the way, rope was, for some reason, a, a toy that we got. We got a lot of rope. So we went back to get some more rope. And we come back, and we see one of my friends, like, one of our friends, basically, like, walking up to us with a weird, like, strut in his leg. Like, a weird way of walking. Crying and telling us that they had him, like, fall out of a tree because they dropped him. Then my teacher came over and said, Quinton, you are never allowed to make your invention again. And I was like, no, but everyone loves it. And everyone was really disappointed because we were back off to having absolutely no like playground stuff at all. But then some younger kids from like the, oh, what, what do you say that in American grades? Uh, minus two, third grade, third grade. So people who are like, plus two, eight, eight year olds. They wanted to remake my thing, because they weren't, like, prohibited from doing so. They wanted to remake my thing next to a steel gate. Like, next to, to, like, a gate in a vent, in a fence. First off, that's incredibly dangerous, but that wasn't even my problem. Oh, yeah, they they weren't, like, very unsafe, by the way, with their construction. (laughs) Construction errors, am I right? I was like, this is my thing. I created that, and you will not be allowed to do this. So, at one point i told my friends that we had to get rid of the of the like the the equipment that they used to build it so in the middle of our break we took it we took some shovels from the kindergarten from like the preschools uh sandbox went over to the preschool sandbox which was like this ginormous sandbox dug a hole all the way to the bottom put in the remaining ropes rings and whatever was needed to create it and buried it we buried them right there i said sometimes they like refresh the sand and they destroy the old sand so i hope that's not gonna happen i literally said the moment i walked back in after recess ended the next literal day they refreshed the sand we thought we just permanently got rid of the last remaining toys that our school actually had and we felt kind of bad about it but on the other hand we felt the thrill of letting something disappear on the other hand we we yeah i mean we didn't feel completely great about it months passed until it was the last week that we would be at that school because we would be going to middle slash high schools the same thing here because we were in the last grade we were just digging around in the sandbox because that's that would be something that we would be doing at that time like build awesome sand constructions we also buried one of our friends there once it was interesting He got stuck regardless that's a story for another time we were digging and suddenly we found a rope and we were like oh my god a rope so we started digging and apparently they only changed up the sand on the top of the sandbox so our toys weren't completely gone and we found them and we were like okay you know what no matter what the teacher says for this last week of us being at this school for so many years together as friends we are going to build our Getting people into a tree device one last time. And we created it. And absolutely no one cared. No one wanted to use it again. And that was the end of my reign of super cool inventions at that school. I mean, there are more like more stories of cool inventions that I previously made that teachers for some reason always hated. I made a thing that organized pencils, color pencils, when I was seven, and they hated it. It was it was a great thing! They even gave the note to a substitute teacher saying Quinton has to destroy his invention. What the heck? Who does that? Doesn't matter, okay? I'm over it. I was seven. It's been 13 years. (coughs) But still... Like... Reward creativity. And now, as it is time for me to eat my burrito, I would love for you to call in and just give me like a one-minute voice note like a voicemail in case you've never done it about what is the craziest story from your childhood i would love to hear it put it on the show it's it'd be great like i am genuinely curious but above all thank you so much for listening to this podcast please click favorite or if you're on one of the other podcast contributors like itunes or something leave a what is it like review comment whatever I would love to hear what you think, but above all, really, thank you so much for listening and I would love to see or hear you next time.